Hey, this is Lucky from a grim podcast, A Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guys, we are here for another episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog. Uh, I am here in this chair. We have Dan over there in that chair. Hi. Uh, And we got a bunch of really cool things to talk about and some very, very, very exciting things as well. First off, if you haven't already, please make sure to go over to professionalcasual.com. That's where you can find all of the podcasts and uh, actual plays and videos and YouTubes and socials and all that stuff. It's all there. It's all there. Just go there. So much there. Second, we are running out of spaces for the What If event, which we are going to be running at Bearded Dragon Games uh, in upstate New York in Wananta, New York, 13820. Uh, So go over to Longshanks. The link is right down here below to sign up for that. We only have, I think, five spots left. So if you haven't been aware, that is a super cool event style where you will draft a roster of characters from our models. Yeah. And your affiliation leader, whoever you end up getting, their affiliation ability applies to every single model you have. So cool. It is going to be awesome. I Thanos will say. Web Warriors, Spider-Man led Black Order. Yeah. I mean, it's all there. Whatever you want to do. Check out, what was it two weeks ago? We had an episode where we talked about crazy combinations we could yes. try. That weren't like the obvious ones, like whoever using um, Siege of Darkness or Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say too. If we run out of spots, if it fills up, send us a message, ask nicely, and somebody could have my spot because I did sign up for yeah. it on Longshanks. Uh, but I'd rather have somebody from the community have that and experience this. Oh, absolutely. And you can use my models because we'll probably have a mix of mine and Tim's. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just dump my display case into a lunchbox and bring it all. I will. I will be bringing uh, every mustachioed character I have, and then we'll, we'll fill in this, the the uh, empty spots, the empty lips. I, oh, I that means I got to finish painting my Dormammu in Hood, and I actually have to start painting Hood. Uh, Hood and has a mustache. Supreme. Um, Hood, Toad, Mystique, Modok, Hulk, Rolk, Groot. Oh, uh, Mysterio's got a sweet mustache. Oh on yeah, fishbowl. Mysterio has a. Oh, <laughs> But anyway, so the other things before I go off on a mustache tangent, um, the other things we're going to be talking about tonight is uh, we've got the official reveal for Black Swan and Supergiant. Not Moon Dragon. Not as we all assumed every single one of us. Uh, listen, Supergiant's awesome. Black Swan is one of my favorite characters, so I, I am super stoked for both of those. We also got kind of a little spoiler teaser about a new um, ultimate encounter that held to pay. A new, uh, yeah, rev- I love Ultimate Encounters. We got it, this revealed. We don't have too many details yet. She does have grunts. She's That's got cool. grunts. It's an Ultimate Encounter with grunts. Well, I guess in this case, it's minions, not grunts, because oh. it's an Ultimate Encounter. Oh, I just realized that. Let me see oh, what we'll say. Grunts on grunts on grunts. Minions. So, but that's but that's fine though. You can bring the grunts to fight the minions. You know Ooh, what I, mean? I really like that idea. So, I assume they'll be played with tokens, but we'll get into that later yeah now danny's really excited to join us another time and talk about hell to pay because she loves hella ella ella a a a i just realized how well how well it works that it's called hell to pay yeah and then pay works with the song too Mm -hmm. hey i wonder if they did that on purpose you gotta get hella thanks dallas pay pay um, that said, uh, we're also going to talk about some uh, games played, maybe some hobby thoughts. I'll talk about your and my game uh, from Monday on yeah. TV slash Professional Casual Network. Had a nice we close played one. Some, yeah, for real. And uh, it, it shifted size. Grunts mostly correct, as far as I know. It, we didn't is, get yelled at too much by chat. It is the most correct we have ever played grunts. <laughs> <laughs> and we like them. I like grunts a lot. They are super fun. 
Uh, but that said, just to, to start out the show, Dan, uh, did you, uh, you, you hobby at all this week? Hobbity, hobbity. Hibbity, hobbity. Um, did I hobby this week? Did your glue, glue get all floppity? Oh yeah. Well, I finished, I got, um, Shadowlands, Daredevil, Electra, and the hand ninjas yes. ready for the game on Monday. Um, thank goodness for contrast. Cause I didn't have a lot of time cause I was anticipating using them for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, oh, I need these ready. So I'll probably do more work on them to add more highlights and things, but like contrast and some washes and a little bit of highlights and things look perfectly fine, especially for stream. You know, you want those bold colors to stand out on the table. So, um, yeah, that's what I've done. I've been painting a little bit of God tier as well. Oh, awesome. Um, how are you liking God tier so far? I really like it a lot. I played yesterday at my game club after school with yeah. some students. I taught a couple kids how to play. Like they each took control of a champion and then I controlled two champions and it, it was great. We just finished a game in the time we had um and they beat me. Cuz I'm have not you, good at these games, but I won, like them anyway. Have you won a game of God tier yet? Um Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you played Lily. No. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. No, uh Jess from Settling the Southlands. And I played oh, a few okay. weeks ago at at Bearded Dragon, and we did two games, and I think I won the first one that was like a teaching game, and then we played again with two champions each, and I think she got me with that one. Um, but, I mean, if anybody's watched my games on, oh yeah, the power phase, I'm not the best at miniatures games, but I love them. Yeah. I have my moments once in a while. Well, <laughs> you always have a great attitude, regardless of whether you're winning or losing, so it's one of those things where... Sometimes you forget whether Dan has a good track record or a bad track record because you're just always fun to play with. Oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, I tried. I have won awards at events for best sportsmanship and things. So that tracks. I get a little upset when the dice just will not work for me. But, you know, I think everybody's like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is difficult to, to not do graphs in your head when you're like, how does this keep working like I this? just rolled nine dice and got two successes. This is not supposed to happen. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the good news is this is always when you uh, really need it. Yes. And when you spend a bunch of resources to make sure it happens. It always happens with She-Hulk, too. Every time, not every time I attack with She-Hulk by any means, but whenever it's like I need her to do a bunch of damage here yeah. on a spender, she whiffs. Well, it's like when we saw uh, during Adepticon, during the team up. Nope, during the uh, the contest of champions, we saw Ravensguard and Paul. And uh, She-Hulk get special delivery in, Oof. attack magic, whiff, yeah. and then follow up with two attacks on her turn and also could not take magic down. Right. Oh, yeah. Magic like, tanks so much there, like, for no reason. Like, yeah. should not have. And it just, it's how it goes. But um, as far as hobby stuff for this week, while I did not paint anything, I did give Big Chuck uh, guidance on what I wanted him to paint my things. <laughs> Uh, so I, I saw one of the posts on one of the Facebook groups from Marvel Crisis Protocol where someone had done the Hand Ninja as Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Reptile. Yeah, that was kind of awesome. So I just straight up yoinked that idea. Just absolutely stole it. Except I replaced Sub-Zero with Ermac because I was always a huge Ermac person. Also because I was hoping for that reaction if I took out the Ice Guy. <laughs> uh, but Reptile was always like my MVP. I like Scorpion slightly better than Sub-Zero. They're pretty much even keel for me. Okay. But I love Ermac because he has telekinesis. Love Reptile. Was Ermac the gray one? Ermac, no, that was Smoke. Oh, duh. Uh, Ermac was like a magenta-ish. Not to be confused with Rain, which was more of a bright red. Which Ermac is weird. Was Why is Rain red? Why wouldn't he be blue? Uh, alliteration? More different blue than Sub-Zero. Because they already have two blue ones. Because they have Sub-Zero uh, with the blue. They also have Sub-Zero's brother with the blue and not a mask. And they have Frost. Uh, which is a lighter blue. I thought that was just an alternate costume for Sub-Zero. I don't know Mortal Kombat well. I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to play it as a kid. Yeah, fair. There's too much blood. I read all the books. There were books? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, surprisingly, Sub-Zero is not my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Because it's Goro. I love ice dudes, or ice people with ice yeah. powers. I like Sub-Zero a lot. Didn't like him in the, the newest movie, for obvious reasons. I didn't watch the newest movie yet. Don't bother. It's oh, really not good. Oh, that's a shame. It, it's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Noob Saibot was always my favorite. Mostly because he's just kind of, he's kind of like the Deadpool of Mortal Kombat. Like, he's real goofy and he's like some somebody that makes the games. It's his name, like, yeah. mixed up or backwards. Um, but I just thought he was kind of cool that he was just, he was just a uh, Scorpion clone that was all black, but he could, like, teleport and stuff. 
And if you pressed up and select at the right time when that face came out and said, whoopsies, then you could go fight him. <laughs> what? In Mortal Kombat 2, that's how he was introduced. Occasionally, he was in Mortal he... Kombat 2? Yeah. It wasn't until 3. No, so like he wasn't playable in 2. But you oh. could fight against him. Okay. And like what would happen is one of the director's heads would pop out of the bottom occasionally during like uppercuts or when like a big move was done and yell, whoopsies. And if you pressed up and select during the like six frames that that face was in the bottom corner then you would go fight noob sabat okay probably the guy that noob sabat is named after yeah probably but yeah i know a little bit about mortal kombat i was street fighter people when yeah. i was younger or maybe it was smoke maybe i'm thinking of smoke either way it's definitely one of the other ninjas that is uh <laughs> grayscale to uh extreme grayscale mm. but yeah i know everyone came here for marvel christ or for uh <laughs> For Mortal Kombat knowledge, but I think people by now know if it's a Tim and Dan episode, there's going to be tangents. Yes. And there's going to be lots of speculation and there's going to be comic talk. 100 uh, percent. So I'll say quick for like future hobby things. I'm yeah. going to get my uh, wrecked convenience store terrain finished. Mm. I have everything but the actual building to do uh, for the event. Uh, and then I have a couple more pieces of terrain. I need to, to at least slap some paint on. Yeah. For the what if event. Um, and then I really want to, I need to get Dormammu done. I've had yeah. him since like August and he's, he's like base coated everything, but the flames, I just haven't finished him. Dormammu is so fun too. And it, cause I have such an aversion to playing the really high threat characters. Cause mm. I'm like, right, but I could play like eight bullseyes for that cost. <laughs> um, he is really fun. The uh, uh, incantation of obliteration. Yeah. I really kind of giving you some efficacy. 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 Um, on uh, having eight threat poured into two actions on him a turn is right. Is very nice. I would. I remember I was really pumped to actually play him when it came out, and it was kind of like a race of who's going to use Dormammu first. And then we played, <laughs> and then we just did the ultimate encounter things that uh, the his uh, uh, organized play kit yeah. that you specifically cannot take Dormammu in. We did twice, and then we did the ultimate encounter that I wasn't there for. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, we're 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 sick of Dormammu now. <laughs> then I just I, never finished painting. <laughs> I'm not. I I would absolutely play those again, and that's absolutely something we can do. That ultimate encounter was fun. I really want to try. I didn't get fun. to play in that one, so I really want to play that because it seems really cool. I like it's really involved, but yeah, that's what makes the ultimate encounters great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the plan is to get that building done and then Dormammu. But I'm sure eight other things will will take my attention instead. Correct. Because <laughs> my planes like that never work out. Uh, speaking of hobby stuff, if you didn't check it out, last Tuesday, uh, Throwlash Gaming uh, was on the professional casual Twitch doing some... He assembled Ultron. He finished assembling his core box minis. It was the, it was the last piece to complete. It was the, the final golden monkey ch statue chunk that he had to twist into place to be able to complete the core box for himself the shrine the, of shrine. the silver monkey he uh blue barracuda it very nicely i thought but this upcoming wednesday make sure to check him out at twitch.tv slash professional casual network uh where he's going to be streaming some more hobby stuff super happy that he's around doing that yeah i need to find time to fit in my schedule to do some of that as well yeah. like if i'm painting might as well chat with people online absolutely uh, well, and you never know when an air horn is going to go off in your ear. I mean, fair. Please, just, just don't do it while we're painting eyes or something. I just, I mean, I feel like it adds just a level of adventure to it, you know? Absolutely. So. <laughs> and terror. But. This week, Dan. Last week we speculated on it. This week we know who they are. It's Supergiant and Black Swan. 50% right. 50% of the time it's right. 50% of the time. <laughs> So I did some reading. Ooh. I did some research. I don't. I Some research. Yeah. I feel like I don't usually have to because my comic experience goes back before I could read. And yeah. like, it's pretty, pretty wide cast for things that I've read. Black Order is one I don't know much about. My first uh, introduction to them was Infinity War. Mm. Um, from the MCU. So I did read just today the Blackwater miniseries from like 2018, uh, which I was just trying to like, I want to get some idea of what Supergiant and Black Swan can do yeah. for wild speculation. And then Supergiant wasn't even on in the book. I guess she was dead at the time. Nuts. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, man. So I learned a little bit about Black Swan. She has a lot of stuff going on. She does. She's definitely going to be a three threat. <laughs> 
like I I agree. I don't want that to be the case, but I completely agree. I I'm I'm I would put. I hope not. I hope she's a four or five for her power set from what I've seen. Yeah. For yeah. the Black Order affiliation in the game, they need more lower threats. They're already a really expensive affiliation. But, but do they though? Like, do they need lower cost characters or is that kind of their vibe? Are they the heavy hitter? Where the they That's already have two threes. I don't feel they need a two or they should have one have three. One. Cor- uh, or Prox- oh, Corvus is four, huh? And people almost always take him with the reality gem, so he's really like a five. But like you take one fewer gem on Thanos, and then you can, instead of Proxima, you can take a four threat Black Swan, potentially, or, or whatever yeah. they'll end up at. Um, but I redid some, uh, some I, I went back and looked at some super giant stuff, because I remember her from a number of things. But there is this just absolutely insanely cool scene where uh, during the, the prelude to, to Secret Wars, uh, the Illuminati effectively like gives Wakanda to the Black Order to be like, yeah, just we'll give you Wakanda, but you got to go kill literally every other planet before it crashes into ours. And the Black Order is like, yeah, done. That, that sounds great. Um, so at one point, I think Supergiant is mind controlling like most of the Inhumans in Wakanda, in this big castle, convincing heroes to try to come save Black Bolt and some of the Inhumans to come save Black Bolt. Mm. Uh, once they get there, she uses Black Bolt's power to set off a whole bunch of bombs and then mind controls uh, Lockjaw to teleport her out of there to safety. <laughs> she just, just <laughs> next level. So good. Uh, might be the strongest like uh, mind control person I think that I'm aware of certainly more than than Jean Grey, Cassandra Nova, because it's multiple people simultaneously and not with any sort of uh, vicinity. What? So I, I've seen she's described as a psychic parasite. Yeah. She like worms her way into your brain. Mm-hmm. So she does. Does she ha- doesn't have to be like right there to do it? Well, and she's she's intangible for the most. Part. She's like ghost form all of the time. Right. You said she's got a big phasing thing like yeah. vision and shadow cat. She just straight up can't be hurt by like physical attacks. Right. So I. So on Monday, we're uh, playing, oh, yeah, the power phase. You were saying you think she's going to be 1-1 one, one and, like, 5 for defenses? Yeah, I, I would not be shocked if it was like that. Mysterio effect there? Or um, you can't attack her at all unless you pay. I could see something like that as well. Oh, that's kind of brutal. Because I'd rather, like, I'm fine with... Just fine. Uh, um, like, all right, sometimes it's like, well, I don't have the power to reduce your defense, but maybe I'll get lucky and have a good role and you have a bad role like yeah but to have to pay power to target her at all is pretty unique mm-hmm. i don't think anybody else has anything like that yeah that I mean, exactly it'd just, it'd just be a, the extreme version of uh what mysterio or enchantress have kind of i, I like to. that to make her a bit more unique and so she stands out from other psychic characters because yeah. we've seen of quite a few like i hope she doesn't just have psychic bolt with sap you know that's a range four strength five I, I my 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 guess is very legitimately she will probably be five threat. She will have a her builder will all mystic attacks. Okay. Um, but her builder will be something along those lines. Probably range four, strength five, doesn't sap, but moves. You can you can move them out. Like Mysterio's uh yes. get what is it, hypnosis gas? Yep. So do you think she's just going to straight up replace Ebony Maw then? Because even with his rework, he's still not a favorite in Black Order by any means. So I think I think his goal is really chucking stuff and chucking people. Um, I think she will be adding stun and, and stagger and physically moving other characters. Or, uh, and this is what I'd love to see, is effectively mental domination as a spender. I was thinking something like mental domination yep. where she can force a, a enemy character to attack. To move short that and get an attack. Awesome. A specific profile or something. I think that would be. And a way to make cool. a psychic character feel unique because like we have Ebony Maul, we have Modoc, we have Jean Grey, we've got Cassandra Nova. Yeah. Scarlet Witch kind of mystic. We have a, I mean, since the convocation release, we have a ton of mystic based characters. Yeah. So to make them feel unique is I'm sure getting more and more difficult for AMG. Well, yeah, very legitimately. And I think having a character out too, that could very potentially be almost completely immune to uh, physical attacks, make all of the mystic characters that have recently kind of come out even more valuable. Mm. Um, Here's the one thing I'd really like to see. I think this will be very hard to implement correctly where it's not, overbearing okay but i would love to see forced bodyguard of enemy characters 
the forest bodyguard. Yes. So you attack Supergiant. She has some reactive, probably costs four or five. Okay. S- pricey. You can force an enemy character within range two to bodyguard for you. So like reverse bodyguard. Instead of the bodyguard paying the power to take the hit, she's putting the hit on them. She's putting a hit on another enemy champion. Oh, onto an enemy. Yeah. So she just makes so she mind can Iron okay. Man Captain America are coming a super giant. She can spend to have Captain America throw a shield at Iron Man instead. Yeah, or, or uh. get in the way and probably take a damage. You know what I mean? Probably not take the full brunt of the attack. Right. But uh, like, yeah, be that character takes the target of the attack. The attacking character doesn't get their action back, and the new target. Uh, takes one damage or something. Like that. I like that a lot. Again, making a, something unique, a different yeah. mystic character because we have a lot. I and, s- and they do a good job of making yeah. physical characters seem different, which, which is most of the game. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I could also see a specialized token for her of people that she has parasited. Ooh. So probably some type of effect where her maybe her builder adds it to someone, almost like uh, a genetic token. Okay. Or um, Vendetta or something like that. Yeah, adds a possession token. And then one of her other abilities can be used. Or then she can use a spender. Or then she can use a superpower to move them around. But she has to get it on them first. Which I think I like would that. really kind of keep it in check. I like I I, I want to see her as a more finesse mystic piece. Yes. Yep. Um, She's hard to hit. But once you get past those defenses, I think she should be pretty fragile. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, she completely agree. tends to go down hard when when people manage to figure out how to hurt her. So I could see her having low defenses, low health for her threat, whatever it might be. Like if she's a five threat, she's like five, five. Yeah. But it's hard to to do any damage to her. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I like these ideas a lot, not knowing anything really about the character. So yeah. I appreciate that you did your research. Just, you know, before you knew you needed to. I, I, yeah, I, I love bad guys a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. So a group of bad guys that gets used for uh, altruistic purposes in one of the coolest events, in my personal opinion, uh, is, is awesome. Hmm. I really like that. I like that morally gray, like, yeah, they're going and killing entire worlds. But, but it's to Profe- save this one. Professor X asked him to. And now we have Old Man Logan and uh, Miles Morales in the main universe. So it's kind of worth it. Yes, yeah, so we definitely should listen to Professor X all the time. Yeah. He's nothing but a good guy. You know, he <laughs> he's the opposite of that. So like, which is so unique, especially in the Marvel Universe, where I love bad guys that are doing something that they feel is right and could be argued to be correct in certain relative situations. Mm. And then you have Professor X, who everyone has assumed is this good guy all the time. And then you have these stories where they're like, oh, wow. Professor oh, X is a dirtbag. Yeah. Oh, he just sends kids to die regularly? That's not cool. Yeah. That was one of my favorite, uh, Deadly Genesis, which was like the first team he sent to Krakoa to save the original X-Men, and they all died. And he was like, I need to try again and get different people. And then it was the all new, all different X-Men. Yep. I loved that story, that reveal. I think that was Ed Brubaker. Good stuff. And like, we got Darwin out of that. We got... um um. Vulcan, mm-hmm. the third summer's brother. Third summer's that brother. That was teased for like 15 years before that came out. And then two others that died and haven't come back yet. Who were they? Petra could like, she was like a geomancer. Okay. And then uh, one who had time powers. I forget who that is. All right. I'm trying to think. There was some awful, awful thing that he had done where he, oh, he was like regularly wiping people's memories. Yeah, it was revealed later on that he was doing that all the time. Yeah. Like, he would tell the X-Men, like, don't worry, I'm not going to, like, read your thoughts or change how you think about things unless it's dire. And then it was like, oh, he was doing that constantly. Oh, yeah, just, like, literally stubbing his toe. Ah, I got to wipe everyone's mind again. (laughs) You know, the the 90s cartoon Xavier is not the Xavier from the comics. Like, like he is... The you think he's a good guy, but he's actually doing bad stuff all the time, like oh, amoral sure. stuff all the time. It, he has his own sense of morality that he will follow. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's a good example of like lawful yes. evil that you don't know. Yeah. Like he's really good at hiding it because he's a super high level telepath. Mm-hmm. So I love I can't wait to see him in game. I think he'd be a good like three threat. 
because he would have <laughs> no like legitimately he'd have terrible defenses yeah but he'd have really cool mind powers but he's not an offensive piece correct he'd be really good i mean obviously another leader for x-men mm-hmm. and then he would have a cool leadership to you know i don't know what exactly but he would have a cool lot of cool powers that would move characters around enemy and friendly i think um but like legitimately i don't think he should be a super high threat right well and i hope he's on a big base too like he'd be size three or four especially because of the, the 90s like hover chair well thing. yeah we'll get the 90s hover chair for sure because i want to be able to use juggernaut to hit someone with charles <laughs> yes and just, just throws the chair every week on stream i could be like all right and then i hit you with charles <laughs> <laughs> yes please ah uh, but or so being able to play against uh, Omnis Protocols, so I could be able to hit Charles with Charles. Oh, even better. Or be hit by Charles with Charles. Mm. There's so many Charles that could uh, chuck a chuck. <laughs> oh, boy. How about characters that we actually know are coming to the game anytime soon? Oh, like Black Swan? Like Black Swan, who is a Black Swan. Mm-hmm. You were telling me about this before. I read a bit more about it, that she is like kind of like how Black Widow is a Black Widow. Yes. Black Swan is a Black Swan, but she's like the last one. It's almost kind of like a wombo combo of like the Black Widows and the Valkyries to be very legitimate. They are this this uh, intergalactic race of just fallers. Mm. Uh, and I think they took out the elders with uh, with doom. Yikes. Like the elders of the universe, the people that were like. They were part of like I saw in the, the event, lead, the what is it? time times up time up something like that the thing before the secret wars yeah they were heavily involved in there was like a scene where the the living tribunal is just like laying on a planet taken yeah. out by something he's one of the the elders of the universe and it's like wow these people don't mess around yeah so she's got a lot of cool stuff going on just from that little bit i've read uh, to get some feel of what she can do she's got eye lasers mm-hmm. so we're gonna have a better cyclops yep just like uh, x23 get with a better wolverine okay better. mechanically okay in the game all right rules all right. wise all right all right she's got flight mm-hmm. easy peasy yep she can make like shields like a magneto sphere around her and other people and move them with it i'm not sure if she actually has telekinesis or if she can just make these like energy spheres she's super strong she's super tough so she, uh, hopefully she has a throw. We saw, like, you know, the, her model's ripping one of those robot things in half. Yeah. I think from that event um, in the Blackwater mini, I read she like flies off and takes out three art like giant, uh, like troop carrier spaceship things mm-hmm. by herself. Um, and there was a great scene where uh, Black Dwarf goes and wrecks a bunch of dudes on a ship taking out the crew. And he's like talking with Black Swan. He's like, you know. I, I like that you don't just think of me as the muscle. And she's like, oh, you're the muscle? I thought I was the muscle. And then just walks away, and I was like, all right, I like her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I So I loved her interactions with the Illuminati and the Black Order and stuff during the Secret Wars because she was just constantly making deals with everyone, being yeah. like, yeah, these guys are dicks. We should, like, definitely kill them, right? I was just reading her talking when, they, like, she had a secret deal with Namor, and yep. then that went sour. So she's, like, trying to broker something new. I like how she's not just a punch him in the face. Correct. Character. Same with Black Dwarf. I was really surprised at how much like Black Dwarf is like eloquent and intelligent and not just a yellow Hulk. And I was like, oh, that's nice to know. I'm glad. Pretty anchorless, too. Like he doesn't have a whole lot of anchors that he throws around. (laughs) He didn't even have an axe. (laughs) He just punched things. Yeah. A lot of backhanded punches. Oh, yeah. Uh, But Black Swan has like a lot going on. So I really hope. For, to, to capture the feel of the character, I really hope she's a four or five mm-hmm. just because laser rush. I, I imagine, you know, optic blast kind of thing like Cyclops has maybe yeah. with a push. I'd love to see a shield ability like cables, mm-hmm. you know, with that big bubble um, so she can shield herself or other characters, you know, adding dice to defense yeah. or rerolls or something like that. Obviously, flight. Um, I, I think I think a four is honestly perfect for. Her. Yeah. Uh, a, a strike builder. With probably bleed or something like that. She does have like she can have like claws. I've seen yeah. maybe even Pearson bleed. That might be too much. But um, optic blast probably is a secondary builder that just gains one power as a put wild push. Just you know, basically yeah, just copy paste cyclopses. Yep. Um, and maybe not even, not even push it. It was more. It wasn't concussive force, right? It was, I'm not sure if it's like optic blast or like a, a laser that'll do incinerate on a wild. Yeah. I'm not. 
Yeah. I could see it going either way. Again, I haven't seen enough of her in the comics to to really guess. And then probably having some sort of mind mind power. Maybe not a mystic attack or maybe some super awesome spender, but I think her mental stuff will probably be both defensive or reactionary. She has mental stuff too? Yeah, she's a high-level telepath as well. What? Yep. What can't she do? Jeez. Uh she's I didn't I didn't catch any of that. Of a, that's be, awesome. Be part of a planet that survived. Oh, that's too bad. But uh I I she definitely should have a throw. Yeah. Uh as a superpower, not like an addition to an attack. Mm-hmm. Um or she could be like a better Thor at a five threat and give you know, like have a throw on her builder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So actually legitimately, you you could go instead of the static builder energy like eye laser attack, it could be more like the it could shock. It could cost one and be range five. Because can she like shoot lightning out of her hands like yeah. Palpatine too? Like I've seen a bunch of I didn't see that in the comic, but I've seen it in images of her yep. shooting red or blue lightning. So like Wow, I mean that's already like four superpower or four attacks she could have. Correct. Yep. Like, and like I said, the, that's why I think you got to move. You got to offset some of it, not to attacks, because otherwise it's physical attack, laser eyes attack, mental attack. But I think you do something along the lines of have maybe a, a super reactionary power, cost two, cost three, can add defensive dice over here, or mm. can prevent her from being smashed into, or something along those lines. You, you could go a lot of different ways with it, but I think that's the sweet spot for her to prevent her from being a five or a six. Right. Now, does she have something where she, like, there was, I don't know if it was like a psychological thing or if it was like a biological thing where she was in her like narration of the the issue she was talking about how like she needs to kill she yeah, needs like is she the, is she like a vampire part of the in that directive of of the black swans they are like all pre-programmed valkyrie black widows but it's more of a psychological thing like she just feels the need cuz there's one point where somebody goes to talk to her at the after this fight is over and she just grabs them and snaps their neck yeah. and she's like no i'm fine but like I wasn't sure if that was like she needed to do that because they were fighting like robots and she had to kill something living to like get energy from it or if it was just like she has this unbridled need to kill. Yeah, I think it's that that is my understanding of it at least is that they are all trained and raised in a society where that is just just what you do. Yep. I could I it'd be cool if she had like a kind of a negative superpower um, or if she doesn't attack like her movement goes short or something like that. Or, or like defense. if she can, she has to make an attack kind of thing, like mm-hmm. some kind of drawback there. Maybe when she flips, she gets a like a, a bloodlust kind of thing would be kind of cool. Yeah. I actually super dig that. Sort of like um, I, uh, my, my closest analogy would be like Green Goblin, but he doesn't have anything that forces him to do it. But like not being able to hold objectives like Wolverine also like becomes much more offensive when they flip because they lose a little bit of control or maybe like the creep power core if the character didn't make an attack on their turn they take a damage at the end of the activation yeah i like that i'm okay with that again from the little i know of her i'm yeah people watching this might be like that's not how she is at all <laughs> um the super cool thing too is that now that they're introducing her uh go with me on this one oh, um so okay. we know ready we know that Natalie Portman is going to be playing Jane Foster. Spoilers. And, uh, she was in the trailer. It's not a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> People in, don't like trailers. In the uh, the Thor uh, Love, Love and Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Um, so good already. But she has already been built as a different character. As the star of the movie Black Swan, we know that Natalie Portman. Great movie. Was training to be the Black Swan in the Marvel Universe. So we will I see. I mean, she it. was the Black Swan. Right. Have you seen it? No. It's actually just really I've good. heard it's really It's good. a great, like, psychological thriller. Wait, really? Kinda. Okay. Like, a, it, like... Super in a psychological thriller. Changes gears in the third act, and it's like, wow, this movie got crazy. Oh. It's really good. Like, sorry for bothering you? I don't know you that watch one. that? You need to check that one out. <laughs> Everyone right now needs to go check out Sorry for Bothering You. It is incredible. It is an awesome, awesome, awesome movie that has a, a late shift that you would not believe me if I told you what it was. Okay. You think I was making it up to be funny. Sorry for bothering you. Sorry for bothering you. Is it like a Coen Brothers movie that I'm going to pretend to not hate? It has the aspects of Coen Brothers movies that I really like, but no, it is not. Do you know who it's by? Yes. (laughs) Um, Once Google reminds you. Yeah, once Google uh, just reminds me. 
because I'm not like a, a big movie snob or anything, but uh, once in a while, a name will be like, oh, I, like if you said it's by Taika Waititi, I will watch it tonight. No, it's it's, it's like by, I, I'm, I don't think this one is, but I love Taika Waititi in general. By Boots Riley. That doesn't ring a bell. Uh, probably not. But um, really solid, solid, solid movie. It's also got Tessa Thompson in it. So I like Tessa Thompson. What's it, it called again? I already forgot. Uh, sorry for bothering you. We're oh. sorry to bother you. It's about um, like a call center worker. Uh, and it's a surrealist comedy. Okay. I'm super into. But that said. Thane. To bother you. Thane. We need we need a Thane now. So we, well, we got Supergiant. We got Black Thane? Swan. Thane is Thanos' son. What? Yeah. Who's that? Is he purple? Uh he's like, I think he's like a grayish. Why isn't he called Kid Thanos then? If he's oh, Thanos' that's, son, that's someone different. Uh, that's a <laughs> like Kid Apocalypse and Kid Gladiator. Yeah, th- no, they they formed actually a really cool um like R and B group. But Thane, Thane, huh? Thane. Uh, let me show you a picture of Thane. I'd love to see a picture of Thane. I haven't. I saw you when you made the post for today that I shared into the groups. I saw you mentioned Thane, and I I was gonna ask you about it, and I forgot. Because I haven't heard of this character. Uh, so he's a baller. A lot of people don't like him. A little, a little um, derivative, but a lot of like sons of characters are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. He's very much Dakin to uh, Thanos, who has come into his own over the last I, few years. Yeah, I completely. He was agree. a really boring character to me for a while but they've done a lot to make him more interesting uh but he got the phoenix force for a while which was pretty rad and he kind of like hasn't? tried to i mean listen until we get uh, avengers versus x-men phoenix five with uh phoenix namor and phoenix cyclops and phoenix magic and phoenix colossus and phoenix emma frost can we just get regular emma frost and namor that would be a dope box i want emma frost and namor that would actually yeah I'd, I'd want Namor in the game, but Emma would be awesome as well, and they go together perfectly in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Would be an odd box, though. You'd expect Emma Frost maybe to be bundled with another ex-person. I mean, like Namor has... Well, Namor has had affiliations with the X-Men over the years oh, yeah. because he is a mutant he's, Atlantean. He is a mutant. Just not a mutant human. Right. He Well, he's the type of mutant that like lived outside of the power plant in Springfield. So he's a fish that got mutated. Sort of. Because all the other Atlanteans are just fish, right? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm thinking of something. They're else. blue people. That I'm thinking about Finding people. Nemo, I think. <laughs> yeah, I get those mixed up all, all the, time. the time. Marvel Atlantis, Finding Nemo. Eh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Namor lives in a sea anemone. Menemone. Menemone. Because when they had Utopia off the coast of San Francisco, Namor was one of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. He was like, I'm a mutant too, sort of. We can hang out now. You guys aren't in upstate New York. <laughs> right? They've actually been trying to get him to join Krakoa forever. And he's like, no, I'm the king of Atlantis. Leave me alone. I don't want to be part of your nation. I have my own nation. I don't want to be on the school board, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to see him in this. I mm. think he'd be, uh, he seems to me like a solid four threat, physical beater. That's Absolutely. tough. Flight. Maybe with a trident. Doesn't have to. Yeah. Super strength throws. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, an ability where he's just really, really, really ridiculously good looking. Oh, absolutely. He's got some kind of distracting. You, you roll one fewer attack dice when you're looking at him because he's so good looking. I So here's here's a super important thing. I wish Ben Stiller was a foot taller and 20 years younger. To play Namor to play in the Namor. MCU? Yeah. He still could. They just make him look taller. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, actually, it's super shocking. The, the guy that played Colossus in the Deadpool movies, actually Danny DeVito. I mean, they could do it well enough with like Rise Davies is over six feet tall and he was a dwarf in Lord of the Rings. Like if they can make people look shorter. I I was just started watching uh, a particular movie with a character based on a bat. I'm not going to mention here. Yeah. Uh, And I'm pretty sure the actor playing him is not that tall. Oh, you're talking about Batman. Well, from the tick. (laughs) Deflate a mouse. Yeah. Um, uh, so they could absolutely make Ben Stiller look a little bit taller. Yeah, I completely agree. He would be a perfect Namor, though. So here's the important question. Assuming that what we've talked about today is accurate, 
for yeah we were gonna assume that for super giant black swan <laughs> what off affiliations do you play them in and if one of them is a new black order leader which one is it and what is their affiliation ability well seeing the little bit i've read of the story leading up to secret wars black swan seemed to be more in charge than corvus if corvus isn't an alternate leader because yeah. he's like the field leader when thanos isn't around mm -hmm. Black Swan makes sense to me because she I, was like calling the shots. I completely agree. You know, she got more like screen time during that event because she was the one wheeling and dealing. She was the one leading the Black Order there when Thanos, again, when Thanos wasn't around. So I would love to see her as an alternate Black Order leader. Yeah, absolutely. Like to be able to use Black Order mm -hmm. with multiple characters yep. would be super cool. <laughs> I completely agree. Especially if Super Giant's like a three and you could fit in a couple, you know, you could actually I, field like four or five. I think it'd be very difficult to get the flavor of Super Giant as a three. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is they they restrict the abilities by having some sort of build up to it or ramp. So she is in fact a three. And they've always said that the the model and the card represent the character at a certain point in their history. So yeah. like the storm we got, we we joke a lot about how she's an omega level mutant, she's three threat. Mm -hmm. That represents Storm earlier in her career. Correct. Where she wasn't the storm we have now, who is a fully realized omega level mutant who routinely just wrecks anybody that goes against her one-on-one. -on -one. Like, I mean, she's the queen regent of Arako for a reason. Yeah. Like people don't mess with Storm unless they want to get wrecked. Mm -hmm. like she's terrifying right now in the comics she's so badass i mean i i feel she's she's always been that but then again she hasn't always had the mohawk true but i want a mohawk storm i want morlock leader storm yes like the mohawk and the lightsaber and like a mostly dead calypso on the base yeah <laughs> Poor just, calypso. and she just has a knife and that's her her builder is just knife it's a strike. It could be throwing a grenade or a punch or a, dropping some bows on them. It could be anything, even a boat. You know how much we've always wanted to strike one of those. <laughs> uh, Timothy Blank in the in the the chat suggests they might get like a something like convocation with a card to allow one of them to be the leader, Ooh. which would be also awesome. I hope they do more of that to add more flexibility yeah. with affiliations in ones that make sense. Like I, yeah, I don't if we get an Illuminati affiliation yeah. any of them could be the leader mm -hmm. give them a card thing too so your black bolt could be the leader of that as well yeah or namor coming out in the future or our three threat professor x so what type of um affiliation ability do you think they would have if it had something similar to the bar without doors for black order so if they had a card yeah uh, i don't know why it rings in my head that i just assume that they would have some sort of buff to mystic defenses really i was thinking yeah. something offensive oh that's fair but but they already have i guess it's not really an offensive well i mean it, it's encouraged thanos's healthy side encourages you to be offensive yeah to get victory points but i don't remember what the backside does because he doesn't get there very often oh right uh i listen i don't either that's actually a, a good question but one thing that they normally do is if they have multiple affiliation leaders that they kind of balance out the type of game you're trying to play right so if you are running a kill team on uh black order with thanos i'd assume and especially let's say black swan is in fact the other leader um i think that you would get a more emissary approach because she was in fact the wheeler and dealer and the trying to get an edge on things so i think that that you would have a less aggressive mm -hmm. affiliation ability and perhaps something either more battlefield control yes or or defensive i think something to represent that wheeling and dealing she's done like like she's already talked to the leader of the other affiliation and struck some kind of deal yes i'm i off the top of my head i can't think of how that would be represented in game but I feel like we could come up with something. So what's Thanos's injured leadership? So death's death's agenda on his injured side. Uh, during the modified dice step of an attack, an allied character can suffer up to three damage. For each damage suffered, it may reroll one of its attack dice. If a character, if an attacking character becomes dazed or KO'd during the attack, the attack immediately ends. Okay, so they can deal damage to themselves to make their attacks better. Mm -hmm. So he's all about offense. Correct. Healthy and injured. Yep. So, yeah, I'd like to see Black Swan more manipulative 
something like maybe even something like Sin's leadership ability, hmm. but usable. <laughs> No, I just, every time I look at her card, I'm like, I don't want to read all that. I'm lazy. <laughs> like, I, I really like it. I like that it happens every round and it's constant and ever present and it makes Sin kind of a target. Yeah. Uh, which. Otherwise, she's yeah. not really. No, her her leadership ability is definitely not bad. I, I think something like that would fit Black Swan where it manipulates the battlefield in terms of the scenarios to represent those plans she's already made. I don't yeah. think it has to directly affect the the enemy characters or or the friendly characters yeah i could see a tactics card too that kind of does like a little bit of what a brother voodoo or yeah brother daniel token does where you can put it on someone and then they can't hold objectives or they can't hold civilians or they can't hold assets or something along those lines do you think it would be too powerful to have that as a leadership ability like yes. once per round you could do it but like limit it you can put this like Hmm. Um, whatever wheeling and dealing token, whatever they might yeah. want to call it. Like you could put it on an enemy character within three of, well, I guess if it's a leadership ability, you should it's probably affect, affect the everyone. whole. So like within one of a black order yeah. affili- uh, ally. Maybe. So this That'd could, probably be way too good. Could be offensive here too. Uh, maybe it's something along the lines of if you daze or KO a character holding an objective or somehow remove an objective token from an enemy character, you heal or gain additional power or uh, something along those lines. I like that. So like if you're you're keeping your opponent from doing their objective, you yeah. get like bolstered from that. Correct. But so it's kind of like instead of like it'd be like a Asgard Asgard from Thor, but yeah. instead of spending power, there's a different trigger. Correct. I like that. And again, that kind of represents what, you know, different yeah. things she's doing behind the curtain. Well, and obviously we just got the Shadow War uh, affiliation leader with uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, and he can re-roll. His affiliation ability allows characters to re-roll a, a dice on attacks, including skulls, while attacking someone, holding or contesting an objective. Which so you don't want to make it too close to that, but it'd be something in that vein. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, if I remember at first, we thought that was a little limited. Yeah. For the leadership. And then we found out pretty quickly that it's most attacks anyway. Because yeah. or it could be the reverse. Maybe you can re-roll a, a skull uh or any other die on defense rolls if you are holding or contesting an objective. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean it again, that's very similar to Miles's, just with more that's almost the same as Miles. Oh, I did yeah, I guess that is kind of <laughs> exactly what Miles does, huh? You know, is is that a bad thing though? If a different affiliation has essentially the same leadership as another one, I don't that are so. very different, especially in secondary leaders or like, you know what I mean, where it's not the the big entry level one that everyone got when the affiliation first comes out or something along those right. lines. Yeah, I think mixing that up a little bit is fine. I really like what Timothy Black said though, as far as having kind of a a bar with no doors type deal. Or maybe just straight up, you gain an additional power while attacking a character holding or contesting an objective regardless of the outcome you don't have to do damage like cabals so it if you a target bit. a character yeah. with an attack mm-hmm. that's holding or contesting an objective you just gain a power yeah i like that a lot yeah because it's not necessarily more offensive because then it could fuel superpowers that you do after mm-hmm. um that seems w- w- totally within line of leadership abilities yeah. either because typically they either uh, grant a reroll. So in some capacity or conserve power in yeah. some capacity. Well, and I guess you could make it still pretty offensive as well. If you did something similar of if you attack a character holding or contesting an objective after the attack is resolved, you may either heal one or remove a special condition to kind of give that like battle loss. Like you're getting into the thick of it. You have incredible fight endurance that's going to keep you in the fight longer as long as you're going for the goal. Right, so I like that. So it's Asgard, but with a trigger to yeah. attack instead exactly. of spend yep. a power. Exactly. Yep. I like that a lot. Do you think with Blackwater finally getting a little, you know, a bolstering here, do you think this is a sign that we're going to see bolstering of other small affiliations like Asgard? Like, yeah. Or Wakanda? Asgard, Wakanda, or Inhumans? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Inhumans. I mean, there's The thing with Inhumans is there's so much to draw from. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they got Mass Marvel. They got Beast and, and Ronan on there. But, like, I want to see more actually, like, Inhumans of uh Sync Adelaide. would be awesome. Hmm? Sync? Uh, for X-Men? No, for, uh, well, for X-Men and Inhumans. 
Uh, she was on the uh, the crossover team, the uh, Uncanny Avengers. Oh, we're thinking of different sinks. Probably. Uh, also, the character I'm thinking of might not even be called Sink. <laughs> the Sink is on the X Men currently. His name's Everett something, and he like he's kind of like Mimic, where he can he syncs with other mutants to use their power. That is definitely not who I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> who are we talking about? Synapse. Synapse. What does she do? So Synapse says power is uh. She can detect lies. Uh, she can manipulate brain. She like interrupts the brain patterns She's of people. Another telepath. Healing. And she turns off people's powers. Oh, she got a lot going on. Yeah. I still really want to see a Karnak and Gorgon box. Karnak and Gorgon. And Karnak then the merman Gorgon. guy. Man thing? Trident? His name might just be. Sounds made up. He looks like a fish dude. Oh. He's kind of cool looking, but I really want Gorgon and Karnak. I think they would add some real punch to uh, Inhumans. And of course, Asgard still sitting at, what, five, six characters? Yeah. Uh, Could yep. also really use some lower threat. You know, the Warriors 3, Lady Sif can, you know. I mean, that's. They need to happen. It's a heck of a box, honestly. Do you think you fit them all into one? No. I think that, well. Well, especially with the new, like the grunt releases, we've seen boxes fit more than just two characters. I don't see why not having the Warriors 3 and Lady Sif all in one box. Yeah. I mean, do you think you, they put the Warriors 3 on one base and they can separate? No. Or just on one base they can't separate? No, I think just, just separate, separate characters. characters. I guess. I want to see. I just want to stack characters on one base. Yeah, I know. And then be able to throw them off and deploy them, kind of like uh, the Lost Vikings. I want the Lost Vikings <laughs> yes. as a character in Marvel. Well, Crisis the thing Protocol. is, I can see the Warriors three on a single base, but I don't want them to be a grunt by any means. They are they are better than that. Like they are still powerful as guardians. I think Volstag by himself. Yeah, would, I I could see. I don't know enough about. I think I feel like Fandral could be like a two threat. Mm -hmm. Hogan being a three threat, Volstag being like um, a Colossus kind of analogy. Yeah. What's the one I'm looking for? Uh, analogous to Colossus as a four threat, just super tanky. Mm -hmm. um, and then Lady Sif, I feel like would be similar to Valkyrie, but I'm sure they'd find ways to make her. She's got a sword and shield instead of two swords, so she's different. Yeah. I, very legitimately, I would see Sif and Heimdall maybe being a box, and then the Warriors 3 being their own box. That makes more sense. I forgot about Heimdall. He's awesome. Or maybe some Jane Foster Thor and Heimdall would be cool too. Yeah. Or maybe Odin. Odin or uh, Stormbreaker Thor. Mm -hmm. Like the unworthy Thor as another Thor would be have that in Jane Foster because they're, you know, as the mighty Thor there. It makes sense because they were like together in that story. Gore the God Butcher and unworthy Thor. You think Gore is within like the, the realm of the game? I think you know, so. He's too, like, would he be? I don't know enough about that one. Would he be like a seven, eight threat? Like, no, Obama? no, 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 no. No, he's not that strong. No, I mean, kind of. He is a god butcher. He has the necro sword, which is Null's sword. So he like, oh, he stumbles upon Null, like fighting some other god, like after being beaten the crap out of each other, and he just like yoinks, gross, Null's weapon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then goes off on a terror. Okay. Uh, but there's so much they could do with Asgard, and it's just like we yeah. haven't had a new Asgard release in like two years. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, I want to see Korg and Meek. They could be on the same base. Yes. Yep. Or like a Rocket and Groot kind of thing where Korg just takes hits for Meek. Yeah. Uh, you know, th there's so many, even Balder, so he can die and, and make things happen. He could have a gate. You know what I mean? It's like his gate. <laughs> nice. Thank you. It took me a second. That's what you were saying there. Uh, I feel there's so much they can do with Asgard that yeah. we need. We need more. And then with seeing Black Order getting some love, I'd love to see the those law like seems like for almost forgotten affiliations getting that support as well. And that's what I really like. I think Black Order is one where I guess I wasn't expecting anything to come out anytime soon. I thought the Black Order was done. Yeah. We're never going to see any more. Um, so I love that AMG keeps this really fresh. I know that very specifically there's some huge Black Order fans uh, at AMG that are super excited to have uh, Black Swan and Super Giant out. Right. So uh, I'm constantly surprised in a very positive way by them. 
for real. Like, like you'd think they would cover the the basic bases for the first two years and then maybe branch out. But I love how they throw in these wild cards with like Modoc, Cassandra Nova, mm -hmm. Blackwater really at all other than Thanos. And then this yeah. one is just like, there's no predicting it. Mm -hmm. And I like that for yeah. the most part. Well, and and from I, I like the way they do their their silhouetted images too. Uh, the I love that new what super giant for a while. Was, people were like convinced it was Moon Dragon. It I also was one. very realistically could have been Gore the God Butcher, um, who, who's at least in the MCU is going to be uh, bald with uh, a bunch of like cloak stuff around him. So mm. I was like, hey, it could be anything. It really could even be a boat. Mitch, it is great to see you, dude. Thank you for boat joining with a cloak. Ooh, Sif as Guardian of the Bifrost. That sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, and Valkyrie on a uh, Pegasus. Yes. Alternate Valkyrie. Oh, Valkasis. <laughs> on a medium or large base, you know, flying around on a Pegasus. <gasps> or. Slepnir. Also, that's Odin's horse. It's Loki's child. <laughs> uh, Danny Moonstar as Valkyrie on yes. a Pegasus, shooting arrows. <laughs> I just want new mutants also. Yeah. I know Iceman first, and then we can have new mutants. Mm -hmm. Listen, we have new mutants. We have magic. We have true, magic. True. What else do you need? Cannonball. Yeah, sunspot. Cannonball and Danny Moonstar. I don't really care about the rest that much. Yeah. Like Sunspot's okay. Wolfsbane would probably be a cool. Well, I like Wolfsbane. She could have some cool te tele uh, transforming. Sunspot will be a three threat Colossus and outshine him, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But. Oh, I get it, but only as only if he's charged up, because yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't really get brighter. So, speaking of Asgard, <laughs> new ultimate encounter called Hell to Pay Hell with to Hella. Pay. It looks like there's going to be the ultimate uh, encounter version of Grunts. Uh, what we know is called Minions. Um, the card that we see, there is a, a couple passives on there. The curse dead. So I think this, this will be a really cool kind of horde mission where she is just spawning a whole bunch of things. And Rabbit will get a bunch of curse dead tokens. Yeah, and, we don't have a model for that. Zombie waves. Like we, we, there's not, there has not been a wave encounter yet, and I think that that will be a very ultimate. Uh, oh, that sounds awesome! Right. Like yeah, horde, horde not mode. only Hella, but all the undead that she brings with her. You gotta wade your way through mm -hmm. those. Mm -hmm. So make sure you bring Deadpool. And then if she kills your character, she brings those back under her control too. Mm. Yes, please. Mm. I mean, we'll go in all kinds of detail once we get a hold of this thing. Yeah. Um, which I think with the post that said it was this summer. Yeah. Because they, they said that about Black Swan and Supergiant as well. But a lot of people consider the summer with Memorial Day. So we could see them pretty soon because that's in about a month. Sun's out, guns out, and probably uh, Supergiant and Black Swan what they say super giant black swan out guns out mm -hmm. what yeah memorial day weekend rolls around memorial day weekend is when you open up your pool you open up your hell to pay ultimate encounter box yeah you also open up and order at bearded dragon games online using code pcme10 at checkout to get 10 percent off your black swan and super giant pre-order and who um, knows we'll probably be we'll probably do a giveaway with hell to pay as well oh, always yeah, because we love to share that with the community because I know a lot of people lament that, that like they don't have a, a local game store they can get to easily mm -hmm. to, to play it because they're not for sale yeah. or anything. So, you know, we'll have a few to give away, I'm sure. Yeah. Anthony hooks us up. Yeah, he does. Because yeah. he's the best. He he really is. And he's going to play this coming Monday. He is going to play this. He's going to make his first appearance on that side of the computer. Uh huh. I mean, he's walked by before, but yeah. like. So I'm excited. I'm nervous <laughs> that he's going to wreck you because oh, he's so good at these games. Yes. And it'll come out of nowhere. And then I'll realize too late what he's doing. He's going like, to, he's uh, going to, yeah, he's going to spend two turns of you going, what are you doing? Yeah. And then the third turn, you're going to be like, what are you doing? You just annihilated him or you scored nine points or you KO'd half my team. Yep. He, he has this sneaky way of playing where he has the best poker face. Oh, you yeah. never know what's happening behind his eyes. He, 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 he thinks of things that I'm like, where is your brain getting this idea from? Mm -hmm. And with games, it's always good. Yes. Like I almost, I love playing games with Anthony because it really challenges me. Yeah. Sometimes I don't like playing games with Anthony because he really challenges. And I'm just like, how, how did you even think of that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just the other day when we were playing, he was like, okay, Dan has like four moves here that he could do that would be really good. And then I did something. He's like, 
That's not one of the four I was thinking of. And I was like, of course it wasn't. It didn't work. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited to be playing him this Monday. Uh, if you missed it this past Monday when we announced that he was going to be there this upcoming week, uh, make sure to head over to facebook.com slash professional casual. Shoot us a message at 603-803-3235. Send us um, next day air a postcard uh, to P.O. Box G. West Oneonta, New York, 13861, and tell us what Anthony should run on Monday. He's open to anything. He's open to your suggestions, uh, specifically so he can destroy me with it. <laughs> uh, or send us an email with your suggestions at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. That too. That too. All kinds of ways you can contact us. Because he's like, I don't know, I'll play whatever. And we have everything. So whatever, if you want him to field inhumans, because we haven't seen those in months. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it's been a long time. Oh, him. So, so. Like individual Inhumans make a splash here and there, but I don't think anybody's actually played the Inhumans affiliation in a long time. It's, it's been a hot minute. And I think that's what I'm terrified of. Just the head game of working around Black Bolt in general. Yeah. And then having Anthony at the helm of Black Bolt too, just adds this other layer where he's like, all right, Anthony put Black Bolt in the center of a bunch of danger. Why? Which means he wants me to think that I think that he wants me to attack it and flip it to its injured side. So I'm not going to do that. Anthony's, Or is that what he's been planning on this whole time? Right. He's like the guy from The Princess Bride. Yes. With the Iocane pow- uh, poison. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't say anything. Correct. <laughs> he, he doesn't let you in on it at all. He's not going to talk through it. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll have him talk through it because of the stream. But, like, he's not going to say these things to make you mind. You're going to do it to yourself. Correct. Because of the presence Anthony has. His, the guy his, behind the chair is going to be at the table. His strategy is always inconceivable. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> would you like a peanut? Would anybody like a peanut? <laughs> I'm really excited to watch that. Hopefully, I get back from work not too late to be able to watch it. Yeah. Which is why I'm not going to be playing. Um, so, yeah, have fun getting wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not fair. He's the owner of a game store. He he plays games all day. Yeah. Not really. He does a lot of other stuff. But, um, but guys, real quick, <laughs> once again, the link right uh, below is for you know everything that you would want to find a professional casual network but uh, the long shanks link for the what if event that we're going to be running at bearded dragon games make sure to get in there get signed up come hang out with us we're going to stream it too make sure you follow on the twitch so you can watch it live yeah, just make- come over the store that day hang yeah. out watch games just just full send i'll uh, in new york for people that may have joined later i will say if you go to long shanks and it's full message us let us know you can have my spot because i've signed up but I'd rather people from the community come and, and do this. Yeah. So just let us know. In addition, we're going to be at ACO this year. Yeah. If you're considering going to that, you will catch us there live streaming uh, all their Marvel Crisis Protocol games. Um, so check that out. Check us out. Listen, just check, 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 check it out. What, 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 what it's all about. Also, during ACO... Mini Stravaganza is the same time. We're going to be covering that as well. We're going to be exhausted because it's just going to be MCP all day, all the time. Oh, I just, it's MCP everywhere all at once. Sometimes I go home, right? And I'm like, you do? I really want to no. know. <laughs> Sometimes I go behind the soundproofing uh, barrier that's here <laughs> in the basement. And I'm like, man, I really want French toast. But yes. I also want a sandwich. So I'll. Monte Cristo. Kind of. <laughs> So think of it, but and nowhere's near as complicated, right? Okay. So I make a slice of French toast. Yum. And then I make a second slice of French toast, right? Even better. Then <gasps> third slice of French toast. What? And I put that third slice of French toast, the freshest one, in between the other two slices of French toast. French toast sandwich. And then I just, I eat three pieces of French toast at the same time. That's not complicated at all. That's what I said. It's a very uncomplicated version of a Monte Cristo. Was there a reason for that recipe? I like French toast. <laughs> oh, I you were going somewhere. Oh with yeah, it. I was. Sorry. Yeah, that was an analogy. I was or, trying to set you up for your own thing. We're going to a convention, right? Which that's like okay. a piece of French toast. Atlantic City we're, Open. Atlantic City Open. We're we're going to be covering Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah, uh, it's like another piece of French toast. Okay. And then guess what? Mini Stravaganza. That's the super hot, fresh piece of French toast that's in the middle of the other two French toasts. Is it stuffed French toast, or does the French toast it's have uncomplicated? I don't know how to stuff a French no. Like, toast. is it or does the French toast have like uh, chocolate chips in it? 
How do you put? I don't know how you to can put get so chips we ac actually have some upstairs that's bread you like brioche bread, bread with chocolate chips in. Wow, it. how the people on the other side of the <laughs> noise barrier live. <laughs> Danny made French toast with it last week and it was real good. That sounds really good. Yes, on our mini extravaganza very legitimately will be the French toast with chocolate chips already in the bread. Ooh, in the middle of the other French toast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited to see what we got going on there. We'll have live reactions to stuff. Because uh, last time Tim and I tried to live react to a thing, we lost our minds when they announced X-Men. Yeah. The original wave of it. We were screaming like, you know, And kids. no one could hear us. <laughs> or, or no one could hear the, the stream. Because we didn't know how streaming worked at the time. <laughs> Is that on, on YouTube? Did we put that video we up on there? We streamed it on Facebook. Did we really? <laughs> Can you still find that video somewhere and watch us go, ah! Good question. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it myself just to see our stupid reactions. Oh, we probably look so different too. That was like that was like almost two, two years and a half ago. Years. That was over two years ago, right? Because that was before. I didn't have this little started. white patch in my beard yet. That's true. <laughs> That's why you look so much different. They'll be like, "Who's that guy with a a, a monochrome colored beard?" Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so excited to meet Mitch in person at ACM. Absolutely, uh, and Nick will be there too. I think. We'll have Mitch. Listen, everyone should be there. Come hang out with us at ACO this year. That said, thank you so much for being here. Come check us out on Monday for Oh Yeah, The Power Phase, where Anthony will absolutely destroy me. Come back on Wednesday to watch Tactical Taylor throw Lash Gaming himself. Uh, do some hobby stuff. Hang out with us, chat, and just maybe hobby yourself. Honestly, so a great stream to have on in the background where you're getting your own uh brew backlist done for real mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. paint those things that you never thought you were going to paint you're going to sit there and watch twitch yeah paint too let's let's do it together or build things or whatever you're working on but that said guys thank you so much professionalcasual.com make sure to check out all of the actual plays all of the gaming goodness all of the super cool fun stuff we do here at the professional casual network follow us on youtube right here give us a like see it it'd mean a lot to us and if you're listening to the podcast version Make sure to head over to Spotify, Audible, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts to leave a five-star review for Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? As it really uh, it helps us get the word out there that, uh, as I said in the post for this episode, we are in the top 2,000 of Marvel Crisis Protocol That's crazy. podcasts. There's a new one like every week, so that it's are impressive. recorded exclusively in the Coles basement. <laughs> we do record a lot of podcasts down here. We do. To be fair. We do. So, guys, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Uh, I love you. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. I love you. Hope you Bye. <laughs>